Okay, so there's a new twist that we're seeing with these online Bitcoin scams that have been going around for several years now, but they're adapting to the psychology of victims to be able to extract more money from you. So be aware of these red flags with these online scams. And what we're seeing just in the last few months is an additional request from these scammers to get more money from you, but it's done in a way to make you trust them more. What these scammers are doing is offering an investment that makes you a lot of money, but they're also granting you a loan of money to put into this investment. So here's how this goes. You're approached by a person on social media. Maybe it's on a dating site. Maybe it's on some financial investor support site. And usually the first part of the communication is very low key. It's not trying to sell you anything. It's just telling you something that they made money with. It might be somebody on a dating site saying, hey, um, you know, wish me good luck on this investment or congratulate me. I just made 50,000. And they're not asking you for money. They're just saying, I made money with this deal. And they're hoping that you're gonna take the bait and ask them about this investment. Or you might be on a social media site and they're going to say, look at this check. I just made 50000 on this Bitcoin investment. And you're going to take the bait and ask them about it. Once you're in the conversation of talking about this investment, they're going to say, yeah, I doubled my money in three weeks on Bitcoin. There's this company. And they usually pretend like they're not part of the company, that they're just a third party um, investor that reaped the rewards of this supposed great investment. And they tell you, look, um, this investment can double your money. All you got to do is put up $100,000. And you might resist a little bit putting up the money. Maybe you should give them some money and that's good for them because they just took their first batch of funds from you. But if you resist coming up with that much money, they'll tell you, well, we'll loan you the money. We trust you. We'll grant you a loan for $150,000 to invest in this opportunity. And for a lot of people, that is a kind of show of trust from their end. It's a privilege. It's kind of ego that somebody's willing to loan you money, especially that much, 100, 150,000. It's their way of starting to establish you trusting them. And if they start out the conversation by them giving you money in the form of a loan, it really flips the script. It changes the defensiveness or the skepticism you have because they're not asking you for money. They're giving you a loan, right? So they give you a loan. Now, they're not going to wire you money that you can just take and use for anything you want. You can't go buy a, a Ferrari with the money. They're giving you a loan specifically to use for this supposed investment. So they're going to show money transferred to your account. Now you have 150 in your account. And after two or three weeks, they're going to show it's up to 280,000, let's say more than or close to double. And they're going to say, well, if you put in another 100,000, bring it up to 380, it'll double again, and you'll have $800,000. Now, they're going to ask for actual real money from you to fund your account, not a loan, but to fund your account. And 
it's more likely you're going to give them money at this point because they've already fronted you money. They've already advanced you funds. They've given you money. They've trusted you. And if you resist, they're going to they're gonna ask the question, well, why don't you trust us? We trusted you in giving you this loan. And you won't trust us now to invest more? Maybe we'll call back our loan, right? So they're going to use psychology and manipulation on you in order to try to get you to send more money. This new twist of giving you a loan is a relatively new feature of this investment scam. So let's see where it goes next. So now you have this supposed investment that has on paper a high balance, hundreds of thousands of dollars that they give you a statement, an account statement. You think that's your money. You think you have hundreds of thousands of dollars in an account somewhere. In reality, it's just all on paper. They just made it up on a spreadsheet. They did it in a way to try to entice you to give more money, to give more investment. If I doubled 200,000, 300,000 is better. So you might send them some actual cash from your pocket because the loan is just an illusion. There's no, there was no loan. They did not send any of their own money to your investment account. They just made it up to make it seem like you had a huge return on your investment, right? So now they're going to use that psychological ether, that narcotic effect of seeing your account go up to try to collect more money from you. And you may likely send them some actual of your own hard-earned cash. And now your account's going to go up again. And they're going to say, send more money. They're going to keep asking you for more money until one of two things happens. Either you run out of money to give them or you get suspicious. You get skeptical and say, wait a minute, wait a minute. I don't want to send any more money. Let me cash out of my account. Let me take a withdrawal from your account. Let me give you a newsflash about these scammers. There is no withdrawal from these accounts. There is no redemption. There is no cashing in of your investments. Money only goes one way with Ponzi schemes and scams. It goes in. They don't send money out. So as soon as you ask for a redemption, that's when their script is going to change. They're not going to reject it. They're going to say, yeah, no problem. You can get your money back. But you have to pay some fees. You have to pay, it could be taxes on your profits. It could be a audit fee. It could be customs fees, government fees. They have a long list of a menu of fees that they can tell you you have to pay. And they're just going to make them up as they go along to try to get you to send more money. The amount of money they ask you to send might be smaller. Well, you have to send a $5,000 tax fee, an $8,000 investment fee, whatever the fees are. And they will use the psychology of you now seeing this money slipping away from you, this 800,000, 500,000, whatever they're making up as an account balance, they're going to make it seem like they're pulling it back from you to get you to send some smaller amount of money. You're not going to send them another 100,000 probably, but five or 10,000, you might be able to swing. If you refuse to send the money, they're going to tell you, well, then we can't cash out your account. You can't withdraw without paying these fees. They're required. They're government fees. This is all made up. So they may also use guilt. They may threaten you, well, you, it seems like you're a money launderer. We're going to close your account if you don't pay these fees. We're going to liquidate your account. We're going to report you to the government. 
Here's where the lone twist comes back in again. This is something that they didn't have as a tool in their disposal. These people are devious. These fraudsters are, are very clever. They're very smart. They've honed this trick over many years. What they're going to do now is they're going to go back to your loan activity and say, well, we decided that we can waive your taxes. We can waive this fee. We can waive the audit fee. You don't have to pay those. We've decided, we talked to our board, we talked to the authorities, whatever, or we're paying it for you. So you can withdraw your money, we'll give it to you, but you have to pay back that loan first from a different account. So that loan that we gave you of 150,000, you have to pay off that loan. Obviously you borrowed money from us, you have to pay it back, right? You're an honorable person, aren't you? They're gonna appeal to your honor, your integrity to pay back the loan. And you might think, well, just pay it back out of the proceeds. No, we can't do that because of X reason. It might be regulatory, it might be financial, it might be a government reason, it might be money laundering. They're gonna make up some reason why they can't just take your loan out of the proceeds of this investment. They're gonna tell you you have to pay it separately from a different account. So you have to wire funds from a bank account. You might have to buy Bitcoin to pay off this loan. That's where this loan comes back in. The use of this mechanism of supposedly giving you a loan is twofold. Number one is to show trust at the beginning that they're giving you money. They're offering you an advance. They trust your integrity. The other reason for it is on the back end is a way to get more money from you. You have to pay off the loan first before you can get your money. So this is a new twist that they've come up with and very rapidly, this is being used in multiple different scams, online scams, usually Bitcoin or cryptocurrency. Almost all the scams now are cryptocurrency. But as soon as one of these scammers sees that this method works, now all of them are picking up on it. And this new loan wrinkle is working its way into all the scams. So there should be enough red flags about an investment being a scam that you wouldn't get into it anyway. But if you do see one where they start offering you this out of the blue loan with no strings attached, with no credit check, with no assets, with no collateral, that's another red flag to look at. And if it's a legitimate loan, you can tell them, well, why don't you just wire me the money? If you're going to loan me 150, wire it to me and then I'll deposit it in this account. They, they certainly won't, but that's a way to prove that it's something to be skeptical of. Again, we're not financial advisors. We're not giving you financial advice or legal advice, but these are just things we see from clients and inquiries that call us up that have been victims of fraud. You know, we get 50 to 70 inquiries a day from people who have been victims of various frauds, Bitcoin scams, online scams, Ponzi schemes, and they all have the same elements. So over the years, we've seen thousands, probably tens of thousands of these. We're just repeating to you what we've seen. So as a prospective investor, if you haven't put money in yet, you can avoid it. Or if you're already in a scam, you can minimize your losses by not giving them any more money and then looking at options for asset recovery or looking at options for fraud refunds if you're already in a scam and have money. If you suspect that you're in a scam or in a fraud, you need to take three actions immediately. One action is to stop sending more money 
second action is maintain an open line of communication. Do not accuse them of being a fraud or a scam because you might want to keep a positive conversation going. It might help you gather intel from them at a later date or an investigator might be able to use that to gather intel. If you call them out and tell them that they're a scam and make them aware that you know what they're up to, you might not be able to get an open line of communication from them later that can help you maybe get some of your money back. So that's number two, keep an open line of communication, but don't send them any more money and be cautious of what personal information you give them. Don't give them things like your date of birth, your bank account, your social security number, your address, because even though we have not seen a high percentage of these scammers doing identity theft or other types of fraud, they may be selling the information to third parties that could be doing identity theft. Usually their scam is high value investment, getting tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands from victims. Their method of operation is not to do identity theft, which is a smaller type of return. But don't give them any information just for your own safety. Number three is report it to IC3, Internet Cybercrime Commission. It's part of the FBI, IC3. Report it there. They're probably not going to do anything about it. They're not going to pick up your case and drop all their murder cases and run with your fraud case. But at least if it's reported, if they do later on find out that this is a large, wide-scale scam, you're already identified and logged in as a victim. And so if they do recover funds, then you're on the list. But they're not going to investigate your case by itself. And then after you do that, you can decide, do you want to go ahead with your own investigation of the case, whether you do it yourself or have an investigator do it? There's options you have for investigating your case for asset recovery, for fraud recovery, and depending upon the nature of your case, you can make that decision. But the main thing is to be aware of this new wrinkle of this fake loan that they give you to try to boost up your trust in them, but also a method later for them to ask you for some more money to pay off that loan, supposedly, to get the money out. And they make the money that you have appear to be very large. The rule of thumb that we see is a 3x, meaning it's a factor of three. Whatever you've actually put in, they make it seem like your account is three times as big. If you put in 100000 plus $150,000 loan, that's two fifty. they're going to show an account somewhere around seven fifty or 800000 it's very tempting for you to want to do everything you can to get that $750,000 out because I'll bet you in your head, you've already spent it mentally. You already know what you're going to use that $750,000 for. It doesn't exist. It's an, it's an illusion. But in your head, you've already planned on, I'm going to buy a house, a boat, a new truck, whatever, right? Pay off some bills. So you already have plans for it. So that illusion of what you're going to use the money for is what they use to to draw you in more to give more money. Why not give another 5,000 to get a free house? Why not give them another 10,000 in taxes in order to get a new boat, right? It's like they're using what is in your head as possible windfalls from this in order to elicit more money from you. It's psychological what they're doing. Be aware of these scams. Be aware of this new loan wrinkle. Don't fall for it if you're already in one. Look at your options, protect yourself, and look for more videos about how these frauds can be opposed.